Hi, my name is Alexis. Hi, I'm Mishy. I sometimes feel really funny. Yeah. Does my shirt look funny? I didn't even check it earlier. Hi, my name is Alexis. I'm Mishy. Welcome to <laughs> Alexis Explained. A series in which I ask Alexis questions. And I do my best to answer them. Today, we're talking about spicy food. Why some people can eat more spicy food than others. And more. So much more. Enjoy. Enjoy. Ready? I don't know if you guys know, but I'm from Germany. And in Germany, we don't eat spicy food. We eat gummy It's kind of spicy, but not spicy compared to Asian and Mexican food. Mm -hmm. So since living in Hawaii, people have kind of made fun of me for not being able to eat spicy food. And I just don't know why I can't. It's so spicy. Painfully spicy. And people put too much pepper. I can't eat it. <laughs> Black pepper. Not even chili peppers. Yeah, so spiciness, I don't understand it. So I'm asking Alexis today, why can't I eat spicy food? What does it do to my mouth? <laughs> why does spicy food hurt? Good question. I guess all spicy foods have this one ingredient called capsaicin. Uh, all spicy foods have it. I take it back. <laughs> all chili peppers and things like that have it. So basically all plants of this genus capsicum mm -hmm. have the compound capsaicin. Capsicum is the genus? Is the genus. So mm -hmm. like all of the plants like bell peppers. Bell peppers have it too? Yeah. <laughs> in their seeds. Yeah, in the seeds. Are bell pepper seeds spicy? No. Well, you might think they're spicy, but no, they're actually not. Okay. They're pretty low on the level of spiciness. But there is some spiciness? Actually, not really. No. They have the compound that makes it okay. spicy. Why is it not really spicy then? I think it just has lower amounts of mm -hmm. the... The um, spicy? Yeah, the thing that makes it spicy. Capsi? Capsaicin. Capsaicin. Mm -hmm. How do you spell it? C A P. Cap-S-A-I. Maybe capsaicin. 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 Okay, capsaicin makes food spicy. Yeah, capsaicin is this compound that binds to these receptors that we have called vanilloid receptors. Kind of reminded me of vanilla. Yeah. But they're called vanilloid receptors, specifically vanilloid receptor 1 that this thing binds to. Where is the receptor? The receptors are like in your mouth. They're also on your skin. On our tongue? Yeah. Also in the gums? Yeah, like on the mucusy parts. Also on our skin? Yeah, also on our skin. And then if you touch your eyes or your nose, that also makes it really hot and burning. Yeah, it does. Um, the funny thing is that those receptors aren't even made to bind that compound. Like, it just, it's by accident we have them, and this compound binds to it. Mm -hmm. But the receptors are meant for, like, sensing heat, hot things that will physically burn your mouth. That's why it like feels burning. hot. But there's nothing in spicy food that is actually that hot. That is actually hot. It's just a mistake that your neural receptors are like, getting confused oh, so when it so that's why you feel that worry about burning it's not sensation. actually getting burned no it's not actually getting burned does it destroy anything in my mouth no so i could eat whole chili peppers yeah well you can't okay would I die? No, but what would happen? You couldn't handle it. The sense that it's really, really hot. That's why it causes sweating and all of that too. Yeah, funny. Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. How do they know it's by accident? Maybe that's <laughs> what it's supposed to be like. No, I don't think so. I think it's more meant for us to not eat things that are gonna burn us, like boiling hot water. Things that are mm -hmm. actually gonna hurt our body. Right, right. I thought it was so that we don't eat the plants. It's a defensive mechanism do for the plants. Do animals have other receptors for it? Mammals, like us, <laughs> all have the receptors. But the hot receptors. 
Yes, like a squirrel. Mm -hmm. He's gonna stay away from chili peppers once he eats them because it burns its mouth, right? But birds don't have these. Do the squirrels also sweat from it? <laughs> I would assume so, yeah. But birds don't have the receptors, so they don't have the same reaction. They could eat spicy seeds all day. Oh, and this compound is in the chili pepper, but it's mostly around the seeds and the tissue around the seeds. You know, like you open a bell pepper. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, the white thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like the squishy pepper. part? Birds can eat it. I never get questions about that. Seems straightforward. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. The plants aren't scaring the birds away. Because when the birds eat the seed, they eat it whole, swallow it. It's not destroyed. Mm -hmm. It gets planted wherever the bird poops. Yeah, exactly. It's not messed up. Whereas, like, if mammals, like squirrels, chewing it and stuff. Oh, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It would get destroyed. Mm -hmm. And chili peppers are typically red. So that will scare animals away from eating it. Except for birds. They like red food. Their berries are also red. Can they not see colors? They can see red, blue, and I think green. And the cool thing is, if the bird ate the seed too early, it wouldn't really work. It has to ripen. Yeah, it has to ripen. That's why they turn red. That's peppers. why peppers turn red over time, but it's still not ready when it's red. As it gets more ripe, we'll start reflecting ultraviolet light. We can't see. But birds can. Yeah, but birds can. No. Like, when it reflects red and ultraviolet at the same time, the bird knows, oh, that's red ready to be eaten. But mammals still see it as red and like, oh, we should stay away from it. It's probably poisonous or dangerous. It's like a secret code. Yeah, crazy, right? I thought yeah. it was so cool too. Birds and chili pepper plants go together. Not only chili peppers, any peppers. Yeah. Not peppers too. Yeah. Peppers. Or capsicum. Capsicum. <laughs> capsicum plant. Is there any other food other than capsicum plants that is spicy? Is mint spicy? Mint is really cool too. It gives you that same effect because mint, like uh, spearmint and menthol, do the same thing, but they bind to the one that makes you feel cool. So you have that same cool burning sensation that's very that similar to the hot burning sensation. Okay. Which receptor? I don't know exactly. It's different receptor yeah. for the coolness. Hmm. And that actually, if you put it on skin, it feels cold. Exactly. Like the icy hot. Does icy um, hot have both? Capsaicin. It has menthol, which gives it the cooling effect. Mm -hmm. Does it have the capsaicin in it? Huh? It does. It does. It does have the capsaicin. So the menthol and the capsaicin, that's like the icy hot. Too. I bet the Chinese medicine has the same in it too. Probably. The herbs? Yeah, the herbs. Yeah. Yeah. We can't look it up because it's just characters. <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, okay, you know how ice packs help when you're injured? Like your back. There's an ice pack in here right now. <laughs> right now. But it's actual coolness. But it's binding to the same receptors. Does tricking those receptors with menthol have the same effect? Like, does it also help injuries? <sighs> Or does it only feel cold? Is it a marketing trick? Good question. Um, we thought you looked up every single Yeah, I didn't think you were gonna ask me about that. Uh, what about ginger? So ginger doesn't have capsaicin, but it has the ginger, something with a different ending, starting with ginger. A different compound that's very- Similar? Oh, thank you, very similar. The same thing with cinnamon. Cinnamon can like, be really spicy. Cinnamon is very, very similar to the capsaicin compound. Yeah, because you know what I did once? This was when I was in quarantine. Okay. Um, I didn't have much food. They gave me oatmeal and I had bought cinnamon. So I put a lot of cinnamon in there. Jeez. And then I was eating it and I was like, huh, this oatmeal is really spicy. I wonder what kind of oats they gave me. And then the next day I realized it was that cinnamon that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Funny because you associate it with sweet. But that's probably just us being programmed to know it with sugary foods. Yes. Does cinnamon bind to VR? Vanilloids. 
vanilloid receptors. Okay, so the DR1 is activated by a wide variety of different stimuli, including heat, acidic things, capsaicin, these things that are in garlic, pepperine from black pepper, and ginger oil from ginger. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Black pepper is a different spicy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Black pepper doesn't have capsaicin. And same with ginger. Yeah. Does ginger feel hot though? If you put enough ginger, it's probably spicy. You know when you put a slice of ginger? Yeah, it's spicy. It, if you no, eat it a slice like of soapy. ginger, maybe that's a different thing whether or not you can taste, you know, like the bitterness. Or like when you eat cilantro and people what think it's, you do it in like what a lot of bio classes. It's whether or not you have a gene. You like lick a paper and if you could taste that it's bitter, you have the gene. If the paper tastes like nothing, you, then don't. you don't. Oh. And I think I couldn't taste it, which makes sense because I like cilantro. I want to know. Where can you get the paper? <laughs> we can look it up. <laughs> Order some on Amazon. Yeah, link in the bio. So it's the variation in that olfactory gene that either makes it taste bitter and soapy or that you can actually taste the flavor. Two variations of the gene. Why? Why? Are there two variations of it? I don't know. I mean, we have different variations for a lot of genes. For all our tastes, what we like and what we don't like. Taste, I know that's example of one thing. As long as it doesn't negatively affect you, then it could just stay there. It's benign. <laughs> I learned a new word today. I see. Okay, so ginger and cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. They all bind to the same receptor. That makes us taste hot sensation. That makes yeah. the hot sensation. Kind of weird. Why? Why does it bind? To that. I think it just has to do with the fact that are we also not supposed to eat ginger? No. It's not that you're not supposed to eat spicy foods. Like, spicy foods can be good for you. Why do they It's burn just. It's then? just... I think it's just like a side effect. But I thought stuff. the seeds don't want to be eaten. Yeah, maybe ginger doesn't want to be eaten too. Eating the root is also bad. Yeah, it doesn't have to plant Yeah, it. Yeah, maybe the ginger, ginger roll or something like that. It must have it for a reason because it benefits the plant in some way. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah, and you said it's only a side effect, so it doesn't hurt us? Yeah, ginger doesn't hurt us. Spicy food is good for us. Why is it good for us? The reason we started eating spices was so that it could kill bacteria. It preserves food. It preserves food. Makes it spoil slower. That's why we originally started using spices. Really? Yeah. And that's also, I was reading, I thought it was kind of cool. That's also why they use more spices in hot tropical areas mm -hmm. where things are more likely to go bad, like Mexico and Indonesia. Yeah, I've heard of that. Because it kills bacteria, which prevents spoiling. In your stomach? No, just like foods once you cook them. They cook a lot and then don't want it to go bad? I thought that, or maybe if you had something that was kind of spoiled and cooked it in spices. But I mean... Maybe both? Yeah, maybe. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, it also makes sense. There's no bacteria. It doesn't spoil, right? Yeah, bad. it's only spoiled when it starts getting like moldy and things are growing. And is mold also it. bacteria? Mold is a fungus. Is that bacteria? Different thing. Different thing. You've had basic science. It's different. Well, that's what I thought, but then you look at me like that. Different. Different. Different kingdom. Animal, kingdom. Fungus. Bacteria. Okay. But yeah, so cool that that's why those places have more spicy food, right? Yeah, I saw a documentary about it once. That's cool. Snack break. We're back. Light. Nice camera. Nice camera. Yeah, you know the TV show? Yes, Ian. Why would I know that? Oh, <laughs> oh, you think it's in English? There's gotta be an English version. His name is Ian. 
No, I don't think so. Okay. What's the spiciest food? Mm, good question. The spiciest pepper is a Carolina Reaper, according to the Scoville scale. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. It measures the spiciness of a pepper or something. Yeah. And that was created in 1912 by an American chemist. Paul Scoville. Wilbur Scoville. Yeah. So uh, it has the units and that Carolina Reaper pepper has 2 million on the Scoville units. 2 million units. Scoville. And a sweet bell pepper has zero. <laughs> Not even on the scale. No, it, it's like the baseline zero. And you have jalapenos and then like habaneros, cayenne. Okay, is um, cayenne hotter than habaneros? Habanero is hotter than okay, cayenne. that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and then there's different types of uh, habaneros. They're a little bit spicier than normal habanero. Okay. Then there's like ghost pepper and then like a ton of other ones. You tried ghost really pepper? Spicy. Yeah, I think that's the one I tried. Okay, where? Why um, do people just give you ghost pepper? To see how spicy it is. Can I handle this level of spicy? That I could not. You could not. <laughs> no, there was this cool, small, little, tiny pepper plant. Like the pepper was like this tiny. Yeah. I think it was the smallest pepper. I saw it at the botanical garden in Tucson with Diego. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Is it spicy? Because he ate one. He was like, no, not at all. So I was like, awesome. Ate one, so spicy. He just lied. Did you could you eat take it. it illegally? Oh, we picked it from the plant. In a botanical garden? Yeah. I feel like maybe it was okay. <laughs> Don't tell the head of the botanical garden. What was the name of it? It was like, ah, oh, let me look it up. Something like tiny spicy pepper. That was not the name of it. No, <laughs> I'm gonna look it uh -huh. up. Oh, it's a chiltepin pepper. That doesn't sound like a name. Yeah. Chiltepin. It's eight centimeters in diameter. It's really tiny. Eight centimeters is a lot. Maybe eight millimeters. Oh, 0.8 centimeters. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know centimeters, but I think that is bigger. Going to the raindrop thing? Yeah. Oh, let's see what chiltepin pepper is on the scale. How many Scoville do chiltepin peppers have? Oh my gosh. The chiltepin is an extremely hot chili pepper and ranks very high on the Scoville scale, about 50,000 to 100,000. What was that hottest again? 2 million. 2 million. Yeah. Okay. Habanero is 150,000. So it's pretty hot. Yeah, it hurt my stomach. And then I drank water and that made it worse. That's what it does because it washes them around, brings them to even more receptors. Exactly. So drink milk if something spicy, but it has to be animal milk, not Just almond or soy. So that's because whether or not it has a charge. So water is partially charged and you would call that polar. Mm -hmm. Whereas something like oil, like a lot of C's, carbon and hydrogens. I guess I don't even know what oil is. Maybe I'll show you a picture. Look at all of the carbons and hydrogens it has. Uh -huh. It's mostly non-polar. I see. Compared to like water. And if we look at the capsaicin, yeah, capsaicin is non-polar. And that's why it's hydrophobic. Yeah, that's so we call it hydrophobic because it wouldn't mix with water. That's why you can swish it around? If you drink water, yeah, because it's just being carried. But um, you can swallow it with it. No. But when you drink milk with the protein, that's also non-polar. So it interacts with the spicy things and then gets rid of them. It's like when you're washing dishes. The reason that works, the detergent, is because it's also hydrophobic. Mm -hmm. So it's binding to, to all the grease and mm -hmm. like pulling it out. So that's kind of what you're doing when you're drinking milk. Yeah, that makes sense. But you asked if oil and milk mix. Yeah. Maybe because they're both fatty. Milk will never mix with oil as the density of oil is much more than that of milk. So for a different reason. Maybe casein would mix with oil? The protein. The protein. Yeah. Mixed with oil. You know, I'm not really getting something good. I'm getting paint. 
People don't ask this. Yeah. Like oil painting? Yeah. I mean, maybe that still helps. Emulsifies with oil quite well. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I didn't read that before. Yay, we found it. We figured it out. Hey, I understand it now. Yeah. Okay, we also say you can eat bread. Oh, uh, no, that's actually yeah. true. Yeah, because okay. it's also non-polar, super starchy. Starchy foods? Carbohydrates, yeah, a lot of CHs, so pretty non-polar, so bread does work. Where's pepper on the Scoville scale? What kind of pepper? Black pepper. I think it's pretty far to the bottom, maybe just above sweet peppers. They are actually spicy. Black pepper doesn't have any of the... Capsaicin. Capsaicin. It's a berry. A droop. A droop. <laughs> yeah, it's in a totally different genus than the rest of the pepper plants. It's kind of crazy. My hands are sweaty. You're so smart. Thank you. Yeah. Today I have your answers. What about why can I eat more spicy food yeah, than you? That's, can yeah. you get used to eating spicy food? Yeah. People like you, Europeans, can't eat as much spicy food as like me or uh, as other people maybe. They have different tolerances based off of one, how many of those receptors you have. Mm -hmm. So that can differ among individuals. And the other one is tolerance. How much spicy food you ate growing up. Oh, so the one is your heritage. The other one is individually. What do you mean? It's dependent on your ancestors. That is how many receptors you have. I guess I We're just meant that you don't need a lot of spicy foods. Yeah, I was wondering if that affects the number of receptors. I see what you're saying. Across all people, it's gonna vary. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't. you can train yourself to eat spicy food. You could build tolerance to spiciness. Then you'd still have the same amount of receptors as you have when you are level. Yeah, that wouldn't necessarily. So the more spicy food you eat, will that make you less? I think this thing in my back is dripping, melting. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Need. <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom? Do you need to be excused? I'm sorry. It's okay. So yeah, I ate a lot of Mexican candy growing up. That's why maybe I'm just more used to spice. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I also read that there's some correlation between personality types and people that like spicy food yeah. because eating spicy food releases endorphins. It's kind of like thrill seekers. Maybe they like eating spicy food more because of that. They like that burning sensation, the release of endorphins that comes with a runner's high. thrill seeker. I can see it though. What does spicy food do in your stomach? Because sometimes your stomach hurts, right? It does, yeah. It I does. wonder if your stomach has the same receptors. Like, why does your stomach burn when you eat? spicy food. Mm -hmm. Capsaicin can irritate the stomach lining of your intestines and it also causes heartburn. Why? Spicy foods may calm your gut and keep it healthy. Seems different. different. How can it be good and bad for you at the same time? Probably one in moderation. So it's good for you, but it might upset your stomach too. Yeah. I remember what I was gonna ask. You know how you said you can train yourself to eat- Spicy food. To eat spicy food? Because your receptors are just getting used to it? Yeah. Are those people also able to eat more hot food? Actually burning food? I would want to say no, because that's actually damaging to your body. Let me look it up again. Get on my computer. This is when it gets really yeah. difficult. Let's do the test and see if hot tea is hotter for me than it is for you. Yeah, we can make tea and see if I have a higher tolerance for actually hot food. Oh, I learned so much today. I learned that there's a measurement for spicy foods. Bell peppers are at null. Right, at null. Yeah, I mean, that still kind of makes sense. Bell peppers are at null. You know, this is a science video. All right, zero. Scoville. Scoville. Ghost pepper is pretty high. Habaneros are pretty high. Tiny peppers are pretty high. Hottest yeah. pepper is, it had a funny name. Kind of like like a person's name or a state's name. State's name? Yeah. Carolina Reaper. 
Carolina Reaper. <laughs> Birds don't taste spiciness. Mm -hmm. And they see when peppers are really ripe because then peppers are also ultraviolet. Yeah, and we don't see it. That's crazy. So crazy. Menthol. 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 <laughs> it's spicy in a different way. It also has the burning, but it goes to the cold receptors. Mm -hmm. The capsaicin. Capsaicin. Which is in hot peppers. goes to the heat receptors of mm -hmm. our mucus areas. Our tongues and gums. Not even mucus areas, because on your back, too. Like the icy hot. True. Kind of cool, though. Oh, we talked about why you eat spicier food in hotter areas. Because it kills the bacteria. Drink milk. Unless you're vegan. <laughs> because, yeah, vegan milk won't help with spicy foods because it's the casein that helps mm -hmm. because it's hydrophobic just like capsaicin <laughs> you did awesome you did awesome yeah let's make some tea and also eat spicy food so you can handle more maybe we can eat some mexican candy